Another episode of the Corner of Gray Street podcast. I'm Nolan, joined as always by Bruce. Bruce, how are you doing today on the first day of the fall tour? I am great. I'm excited. I'm riding the high off of last week's concert on the corner. Um, ready to roll, man. Um, and excited to see what DMB obviously is going to do on this fall tour coming up here. Um, and, you know, we're obviously excited to cover it uh, as well. And then you're going to be obviously, well, I'm excited for you that you're going to be in attendance for one of the shows. So, um, yeah, uh, I would imagine that, uh, that you're beyond stoked for that. But we've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of cleanup to do before we get there. Yeah, I think MSG night two will just probably be just OK. Um, It'll fairly excited, fairly excited. Uh, but, yeah. This uh, little episode um, is a companion episode to Concerts on the Corner, the best of summer 2023. Uh, that debuted on our YouTube on Friday night, a little placeholder for uh, the Friday night concert series. Um, you know, just filling in, this, in some spots for DMB until their glorious return this coming Friday into that Friday night slot. Um, so yeah, we're going to break all that down. You can listen to that full show on, uh, well, wherever you get your uh, podcasts currently. Um, that came out this morning and this is going along with it. So we're going to break down our choices for Concerts of the Corner, Bruce. The best highlights from summer 2023. We had 45 shows to choose from, 116 unique song performances, and we narrowed it down to 16 shows and 26 songs. So why don't you take it away? Get a little get a little more into the weeds here. <laughs> yeah, so it's obviously it's a it's a tall task. It's something that I kind of wish uh, you know we had thought of prior to the tour, so we could have kind of kept tabs on it. But we didn't even do a concerts on the corner. Um, we didn't launch this series or whatnot until near end of the tour. So uh, we were a little bit behind the eight ball. But you know, obviously. Um, with the help of looking and scouring through kind of maybe social media posts or um, other um, other sites where people put out, um, you know, some of their favorite versions, obviously ones we had highlighted from our episodes, going back through and listening to a lot of uh, versions as well and comparing X, Y, and Z um, and seeing which ones we truly thought were the best. Um, now, obviously, we pulled a lot from some of the bigger venues because uh, some of those truly did have not only some of the bigger bust outs, but some of the better performances. And Gorge really stood out as having, I mean, even more of the better performances than we even included here. <laughs> we, had to, uh, we had to make sure we weren't doing a best of Gorge 2023 and give some credence yeah. to uh, a lot of the other venues as well. 
Um, but yeah, you'll you'll see, you know, obviously Deer Creek's back. Um, Gorge on here. I think there's a West Palm Beach. Um, and, you know, then we had to throw, we, we threw some other bones out there as well. But I think that we did a good job of spreading things out across from the beginning to the end of the summer tour, uh, pulling things that, uh, you know, were new album. This was a new album tour, Nolan. So we couldn't ignore that. Um, yeah. Not repeating a ton of stuff from the SPAC one that we just did um, a month or two or a couple of months ago. And not that that matters too, too much, but we can't make a concert on the corner every time be the same exact of our favorite song. It's, it's just Bruce and Nolan's top 20 or top 25. Um, <laughs> and that's just, you know, that's maybe other people would like it that way, but that's not creative to us. So uh, we didn't do that. Uh, so there may be some notable omissions, maybe that people may point out um, that we didn't use, but sometimes it was because the performance wasn't great. Um, or they didn't have a really epic one, or it just was didn't fit, and it was going to be a repeat, and it was just, you know what? No, we're going to use this, and we need to throw, walk around the moon some bone. We need to do X, Y, or Z. So those are some of our, I guess, explaining uh, some of those song choices, Nolan. Um, and I don't know if you had any more on that before we get into this. Um, and start the set off, but we can start breaking down uh, song by song here and giving you guys kind of a really a, a true inside the creative minds of Nolan and Bruce here um, for this 2023 summer tour concerts on the corner. Yeah, it's time to get into it. The opener, one of the most unique things the band did this summer and something that we have been asking for <coughs> forever, fakes, song fakes. So we start you off with the Madman's Eyes intro fake into minarets from Deer Creek. And uh, I mean, it was just perfect. We had been talking about, you know, the Middle Eastern sounding songs in DMB's repertoire. And uh, we thought these could all segue perfectly. And they tried a number of different ones um, this summer, but this was our favorite Madman's Eyes into minarets back into madman's eyes and that is the madman's eyes from spack madman's was their uh most played song this summer and uh, oh yeah just a, just a powerhouse from the new album yeah with it being lead single i mean might as well lead off the show with it right <laughs> wait a second here's minarets um excellent version we almost used the spack version but we needed to lay off a little bit on the spack as well but, and why not include the actual um, minarets that was played right out of that fake crowd goes nuts. It's awesome. Right back into the SPAC madman's eyes from night one. So both night one performances from Deer Creek and SPAC. Um, you may wonder, oh, well, where were the cleaner versions? The, the DMB radio, uh, Sirius XM streams. Well, we're not going to use those. Um, I'm not really sure if that's frowned upon or not. Um, obviously we're not like profiting off of this or anything, but with those being, we, we use taper pulls as you can see. So shout out to all of the tapers. Um, there, there were a ton that we, uh, you know, several different ones, obviously we use here. Um, and so uh, I don't have them listed all out in front of, in front of us, but, uh, you know who you are. Uh, thank you guys so much. It, we, the entire community, thanks you, but a good, a good, uh, start here, obviously a lot of energy to start here. Um, and you know, was it too much Middle Eastern to start? No, because there is not enough Middle Eastern from DMB. Um, and this one had, you know, a lot of emotion from both versions of Minarets and Madman's Eyes here. Very tight. 
very excellent. And Nolan uh, kind of leads us into the next song. You know, Dave says hello and welcomes the crowd in and uh, leads us into another tight version, um, but something we were in attendance for. And we obviously had to include something with that. And that was Bismarck, um, you know, something that made its return uh, outside of the States this year. Uh, but we were lucky enough to get it night two of Charleston. So that was June 3rd, Charleston, Nolan. And uh, we love Bismarck Roundy's parks. Oh, yeah. I was so excited for the Bismarck opener. I think it was amazing they brought it back. And to bust it out as an opener as well was not something that I had on my bingo card for 2023. Uh, so it was one of my favorite openers I've seen. I thought it was we got to our seat uh, right as it was starting. And I mean, it's it's a favorite song of mine, a, a favorite opener. It was great. I wouldn't want an opening every show. But uh, to get it one time like that, awesome. Um, thought it was maybe like one of the highlights. Go ahead. Yeah, I just thought it was one of the highlights of that weekend. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, we had to use that one. Had to go Charleston since DMB went to some weird venues this summer. And uh, we, we had to audible and go to Charleston. So that was that was a delight for sure. Um yeah, great yeah. performance. And they opened the U.S. portion of the summer tour with it. So it was, you know, had to be included here. Um, just really, and it pretty much fell off the face of the earth right after this. Um, wasn't it played, like, maybe, was it played, like, one more time of this? Something like that? Just something ridiculous? Um, I think so. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, one more time the rest of the tour. So, <laughs> just, okay, thanks for coming. And it pretty much opened every time it was played, except for the first time in Mexico. And then the last time, uh, which I believe was Summerfest, it was in the two hole. So it was just, it was one of the more commonly played openers of the tour as well, Nolan, which is just, I mean, no, it led the tour in opens. It was six, it opened six times. Um, so if you were to do like an average DMB summer tour for 2023, it would be your opener. Uh, so you knew it was making this set and it was getting played early. Yeah. And I like it in the three slot here. We had to bring it back since the boys kind of forgot about it uh, for the rest of the tour. Um, you know, this one, this next song, it hurts a little bit because we didn't get to oh. see it. A rarity amongst all rarities, busted stuff. This is the 623 version from Star Lake. One of the better versions and arguably the best of the summer. Um, him and Jeff and Carter, I think, really just dominate this outro. And it's a one of my highlights of the summer. Something, again, back-to-back songs I didn't think we'd see happen again. So oh. shout out to everyone who got to see it. Jealous, like we've <laughs> talked about all summer. Um, I still got one more shot to see it. So hopefully, for this year at least, hopefully it doesn't go away. But um, yeah, good good slot for it here. I really hope that it stays around. It's kind of a folly song. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I feel like summer and fall for sure. It just kind of feels, it gives me that um, heavier feeling. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I like this one uh, a lot. I think we had some good busted stuff. So this was not like far and away, maybe the best one. And I'm sure people would argue, you know, there's X, Y, or Z version they liked. And that's great. Um, but 
we kind of felt that this one maintained the the Dave guitar being prominent on it, not being you know a little drowned out by Tim um, as it became after this version for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, great. You know, that Tim wah water underwater effect that he has kind of throughout is awesome. I love that. Um, and follow it, follow it up here. Obviously a little crowd noise, crowd build. You can hear him cheering what's going on. Oh, a little rain dropped in on us and Dave drops in with a spontaneous JTR here, uh, from June 9th at Forest Hills. Uh, we had Brian Weinstein, uh, from the, um, attendance bias podcast join us and he walked us through you know that whole show and then this moment in particular and this was this was pretty cool it was a moment that had to be captured had to be put on here um i mean jtr come on in the rain are you kidding me oh yeah back-to-back busted stuff songs there and energy kind of picks back up had to include this uh because it's always a treat when it rains and dave obliges uh, the fans want it. I feel like the fans deserve it a little bit. Yes. Uh, they're getting soaked in the rain, and these guys and girls were absolutely getting uh, just drenched at Forest Hills. Um, <laughs> but also a cool, uh, cool venue. Um, DMB had not played there, so that was a little, a little added bonus for the set. Um, but yeah, JTR, one of the best. As Matt Norlander says, the jam is the best piece of music the band has ever put out. So we like that. Um, Shout out Matt Norlander. Then we're going to go back to another new song. It could happen. Wanted to highlight the new songs on this tour. Thought they were like incredibly polished and tour ready and just sounded like they've been playing them for forever. Still wish this one had that bigger intro it's begging for it uh i think they're gonna do it they're gonna do it they're just getting their footing on this but this is the 715 version from spac uh for us it was between this one and bangor main they were close but uh bruce you noted this one has a little more of buddy in the post outro section um that kind of added a, a nice little window for a transition here um so yeah, it's good to have another walk around the moon song. Oh yeah, you know we're all about those segues and transitions and and make, mixing things up here and blending them well. And yeah, this one kind of just leaned uh, a little bit better for us just because of that. Thank you, buddy, uh, for that for that nice ambiance outro. And yeah, Virginia the Rain, another one of those kind of bust outs because it was played full band this year that we got this tour. Um, that was awesome that we'd been asking for. Obviously, uh, one of Carter's favorites uh, that Norlander told us about um, earlier. I mean, I think it was right after the SPAC show, actually, and we used this SPAC yeah. Night 1 version. Um, it was played a lot in this kind of E1 slot. Uh, I think it was used as an opener later on in the tour. Uh, but, yeah, it was a tour staple for sure, and many of the versions were fantastic. This one st- stood out. Um, you know, Carter, Buddy, Tim just all had stuff that was about as good as you can get. It just sounded awesome. Um, and this one did have a nice extended Carter outro that a lot of them had, but it just kind of flowed very well um, into what came next. And we threw in another fake Nolan. And this one isn't necessarily something that was unique to the 2023 tour. Uh, see, I've done it before, uh, but we but we chose it too much fake. And this was the Chicago version. 
the, the July 7th version, which was going to be Chicago night one, I believe. Um, and we chose this one. It was kind of the standalone version. Uh, didn't come out of so much to say, so it was very clean. Uh, those drum hits came right out of the Virginia in the Rain outro, right in Too Much Fake, um, and, a, and a great segue into Warehouse. Uh, but we chose version from down south, uh, the Alabama version, down there at the Wharf Amphitheater, uh, July 26th. Um, and, you know, that was, I think that was an audible that we called. Um, we couldn't kind of figure out what to do with this little section here of the show. Um, and there's Nolan throwing a little too much fake into warehouse. And I'm like, yes, that is it. That's what we needed to do. And that's what this show needed right here after a little, you know, it could happen. Virginia and rain were mellowing out and then boom, we punch you right back in the face. Nolan, wake up. Yeah. And the rest of the, the set, uh, does not lack energy here. Um, the too much fake always cool when they do it. Uh, as much as I love the full song, the fake is cool. And to go into Warehouse, just epic. Epic, epic. Um, energy picks up, and that segues into Seek Up. Played a lot in 2022. Hardly played in 2023. But this version from Gorge Night 1 dominates. Uh, Bruce, you thought it was one of the best Seek Ups in a very... Very long time. We just couldn't leave this one off. And I think a mid-set seek up is kind of kind of perfect. I think I I think I dig it more than at the beginning of the show. Um love I love it mid-set. I, I mean, hard to argue with that. I'm not sure. That is close to being a hot take, but I don't know. I might agree there. Yeah. Um, you know, some people may say it's the best opener the band has. And I like that you like it mid-set. It's, a, it's solid. Um, there's, there's just no bad spot for it, I don't think, really. Um, and we talked about this one a lot when we did our, our Gorge recap. But, you know, just to kind of remind you of the epicness that was this version of Seek Up, um, the intro is nearly nine minutes long of just straight jamming. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't go along the typical do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
that takes us into a an even newer song, Cha Cha. Uh, we did not expect the band to bust out an unheard song before, uh, not on the new album, but they did. Um, song debuted June 16th in Bangor, Maine. Had to use the song debut. Um, it's got those original outro lyrics. It's a little darker, uh, and Dave gets a little bit more into it, but, uh, you know, I think we noted in our uh, recap from that show, I think the second half of this song is just like about as good as the band is going to write or perform um, at this mm. point in their careers. It is top tier stuff. Cha-cha. And they better, they need to keep it. Cha-cha. I, I don't even remember. Yeah. What is it? O- only takes a moment. Is that it? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Cha-cha. Much better. It's what it is on the sets. Let's keep it. Cha-cha. That's, I mean, that's what we're calling it. I think Almanac has it as only takes a moment. Um, and I want to say that's what Lawler maybe put on there once or something. Uh, but I think, oh. yeah, as you said, it's on the paper sets as cha-cha. So that's what we're going to do. And even if Dave changes it, no, no, Dave. Like, I don't think so. Um, it's cha-cha according to, according to us. You told us to name it sort of thing. And that's yeah. what we're going to do. And so that was great. Uh, cool to kind of throw in a song that no one had ever heard before in the middle of an album tour. Cool, dude. Like, keep doing that. That'd be cool if they threw, you know, some new stuff. Maybe this fall. Well, you never know. Uh, then Nolan, theme of the summer and theme of our show, songs that kind of came back out of nowhere almost. Mm. This next one, American Baby Intro, Night One at SPAC. No one saw this coming back pretty much ever, potentially. Uh, massive yeah. liberation and you can tell the the crowd pop at the beginning of this as it builds and the swell on on the tape here oh man i mean and if it, there may have been a better version i don't know um you know there's another a couple i feel like they were all pretty good uh but there's no way that you can not leave the the literally liberated version here off of this set no it had to be this one uh I think the last time I heard it might have been 07. Uh, for sure thought I was retired. For sure thought Dave's voice couldn't handle it. Uh, I don't know how it handled it back then. But yeah, uh, the crowd going nuts for this is great. You know, it's like just a couple words to the whole song. But the emotion, the buildup, great stuff from the band um, had to include the July 14th SPAC liberation. Uh, and then, yeah. And now we go, you know, we get into some more segues and, you know, Dave's got the electric out the berry. We're going to keep it out. And we had to choose this had to Dave DMB covering the Beatles. No brainer. I want you. She's so heavy. This was used as an intro to after everything. Uh, but, we skipped after everything on this set. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this, I want you classic John Lennon from Abbey road, uh, finishes the first side of Abbey road. This is the June 23rd. Burgettstown, bird, Town. I don't even know how you say yeah. it. Star Lake. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, it's the, uh, extended version. First time they included the, She's so heavy part. So 
yeah, had to get the extended version in there. And uh, just going to shout out the Beatles right now. They just came out with their final song ever. And uh, I hope the Beatles are on everyone's minds right now because their music is still reaching new audiences. Uh, 50 years later, they are incredible. Mm. They are the greatest. And we don't have the Dave Matthews band without the Beatles. So that had to make the set. Bruce, and that goes into Break Free. Another yeah. uh, another song we did not really see uh, coming back uh, again, especially not making an album, but it did. And <laughs> here we are. It got played a ton this summer. It sounds probably the best it's ever sounded. They, I think, flipped the script with this song. And I feel like the songs usually don't Im- improve over time with some of the newer yeah. ones. This one definitely did. 826 version from Irvine with a special guest, Bruce. Mr. Greg filling gains. And you're exactly right. No, I don't think anyone really saw Break Free, you know, make it an album appearance. And like you said, this and this version in particular may be the best version ever of Break Free. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, Finway no sense. Um I'm I'm gonna push back. I think that this is you know, this is this is as good as you're going to get here. Um, and so, you know, we had to throw we were throwing in some segues here that, um, you know, we obviously made up. So, uh, he, you know, we really liked the the choices here. American Baby intro into I Want You She So Heavy um, that we feel like flowed well. Hope you like it, too. And then the break free one was tough to really kind of make work because it's going into after everything. So you have to cut that part off. And then you have to make it transition into break free, which didn't happen from another show and um, actually blended the um, intro of SPAC's break free uh, with this Irvine one to make the crowd noise and a little bit of ding, 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 ching, ching, ching from Carter and stuff from the SPAC version to make it actually sound correct because the Irvine one just started up from nothing. So it was very quiet. Anyways. The end of it, you, Dave gets the little, uh, I saw Greg Gaines sneak up there. Did you see that? Because, well, he did sneak up there in this version um, or in, in our concerts on the corner version because we didn't have a, the opportunity for Dave to introduce Mr. Gaines here. So he introduces him after the song. So just envision it. Greg Gaines sneaks up here in the middle of Break Free, rips his solo, rips the jam section. Um, and so they crushed it. So we took that Dave speak out of, I think it was after late in the evening uh, from the Irvine show where Greg actually did that at the show, had to walk out mid-song. Um, but again, Greg steals the show. He stole Irvine the weekend um, because we had to uh, include his next one or this next one, Grace is Gone, from the other Irvine show, night one, uh, August 25th. And Nolan, this is one of the better graces in a long time, if not of all time. Um, and just just another incredible version. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, just, you know, with the jamming going on and maybe not all time, we'll leave, we'll leave the all time off in a, in a long time. Okay. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is definitely up there. Um, Greg, buddy, the Leroy Graces are too good. Too good. I also thought Boyd used to add a lot to grace back in the day. Some of those, um, hoedown outros and they'd cover black water. Mm. <laughs> those were phenomenal. I love those. Uh, but yeah, this is 
this one's great. Um, fits the Irvine vibe, I think. Um, Ooh, they could have like could have kept going. They could have kept going, but they did not. Uh, they ended up. Well, we ended up going into the only thing. Shout out West Palm Beach. Had to get you guys in on the action. Uh, we needed some more speed up. You know, we've got a lot of back and forth in this show. Um, it's time for the only thing. We had to include this one <laughs> as we thought it was one of the more uh, energetic songs of the summer. And they just like played the song so fast. Uh my personal favorite cut from the new album and uh you know nice outro with the the buddy and tim craziness um little horn section there too and uh you know it's nice to nice to get the the folks of west palm some love in here bruce um yeah i hope they weren't too hot this time <laughs> i'm sure they were I think it was, it may have been the SPAC version uh, when Norlander was there that they added the new, the extended horn outro. Um, I can't remember what the first one was. It was around around when Norlander saw it. And mm-hmm. um, so that, I think that that really elevated the song and this one has that. Uh, so uh, get back, you know, get a little punch here and leading into, um, you know, another one of those kind of surprises of the summer, something you didn't really see coming, coming from, Night two of the gorge, a night of heavy tunes, and this one, you know, really kind of fits that vibe. The weight, um, you know, Robbie Robertson tribute, call back the Dave's Dead and Company sit in earlier in the summer. Um, just an excellent cover choice here for the band. First time played, I believe, right, Nolan? That is correct. First DMB performance. I love that they trade off uh, verses, just like they did with uh, Dave did with Dead and Company. It, um, mm final show at Folsom Field in Boulder. Um, man, just a feel-good song. Uh, love love this cover choice. I'd love for them to keep playing it. That would be wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool song to, to get at the Gorge for sure. One of many. Um, and then, you know, time to get back to some DMV originals. But this time with a guest... Lionar Graves featuring Bela Fleck, July 15th, SPAC, Norlander Strikes Again. Uh, <laughs> wow, what a weekend at SPAC, an, all, an all-timer for sure. Bela on Graves doing his best work. Um, it was a no-brainer, obviously. Almost included Spaceman, but I think Graves uh, trumps that one for sure. Yeah. Um, and it would have been, it would have been a both, not a, um, you know, an either or, I don't think, cause you can't leave off this graze, man. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the, the Vela spaceman action. Um, seeing that back in 2014 or 15 or so with, with Vela in, um, in Ohio, but, uh, yeah, Vela's first appearance with DMV since 2015, um, now obviously, you know that he's going to be on this set list, um, but uh, for us, but yeah, again, the show was getting long enough <laughs> um, for us, so we had to we had to ask the the spaceman one, uh, and it's just a great version. Um, you know, get back up, dance a little bit, and we're getting towards the end of the set here. Um, so you know, throwing in some guests, throwing in some curveballs, and the next song is you know just another 
um, what we saw is a very, very perfect spot for it um, and a near perfect version. Cry Freedom, night one of the gorge, something that came back this year uh, that Nolan and I have been screaming from rooftops to be playing for the last several years. Um, yeah. And the band did such a great job with it this year. And we're glad it's back. Hopefully it sticks around for the fall. Uh, but damn, what took you so long, guys? I know. I I thought it would have made a debut uh, before it did, but I'm glad it got a, a couple plays uh, toward the end of the summer tour. It's just a beautiful song. So good. Buddy plays uh, really well on it. Dave's voice, I mean, very powerful. Um, and I think it's a great, great spot for it there. Second to last song of the main set before bringing it back up with Billy's Tripping Billy's featuring the one and only Warren Haynes. What a summer of guest spots. Holy cow. This yes. is the July 18th Homedale version. Um, yeah. Anytime Warren's going to guess on something, it's going to make the best of list. So uh, <laughs> nature intro warren all over it um he also crushed the watchtower that he guessed it on but there's a lot of a lot of covers in this show um we had not used billy's any concerts on the corner yet uh so billy's perfect way to end the main set and take us into the first encore first Ooh, little tease here yeah exactly um and you know it's kind of an awkward way to lead someone into an encore on a, on a fake show and you just put crowd noise for a minute or something. I don't know. So if it, if it doesn't seem like it's going into the encore, it is. And we come out of the encore full band pirate looks at 40. Um, and you can't do a best of 2023 or a shout out to 2023 without mentioning that, um, and mentioning, you know, obviously RIP Jimmy Buffett, give a shout out to him. Uh, with him passing away that day or, or the night before during night one of the gorge or night two of the gorge, they opened with uh, a pirate looks at 40. So, um, you know, I had to find a spot here and we figured E1 of an encore. Why the hell not? Yeah, I like it. I like the tributes. Um, Dave always does a great job uh, with stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I think we found a good spot for it here. Fits well um, before bringing Warren back out. Warren all over this first encore monsters with Warren and monsters. I think you could say has the best jam of the new songs from walk around the moon and Warren takes it to an, uh, an even different level uh, than Tim was doing. It's just a different energy. Um, Dave said Warren had never heard the song before. And that's <laughs> um, it, just proves Warren's musical genius. Uh, I mean, I don't know, hard to put into words how good Warren is on this. Yeah, yeah, he's in, he's incredible, and this is just a great version, if not the goat version. Um, I don't, you know, maybe you can oh, yeah. say one of the ones that you know Tim destroys is is number one, but I mean, whatever, a, a toss up. This one's epic. And we created a nice segue here for you as Warren was going to stay for a while. So why not throw in two-step to close out this encore, the uh, yes. July 19th version from Jones Beach. So you've got the Homedale version from the night before, July set to July 18th. 
and then the July 19th two-step. Um, and, you know, this one-two punch right here with Warren, while being from different shows, you couldn't tell it. You couldn't tell it, Nolan. We're, we're obviously masters, too. <laughs> um, but um, it's electric. And pun is intended there. This is, um, you know, just hard-hitting two-step. Sounds great. They crush it. Carter, Warren, what more do you need um, to close out this, you know, to close out this encore here? And, um, you know, I mean, just just truly epic. If you saw this encore in person, you would probably feel like, oh, man, that might have been the best encore I've ever seen. That was Goat Monsters, incredible two-step. Um, and we weren't done yet, Nolan. We weren't even done. No, I would have been freaking out uh, to see Warren on two-step. I would have left very happy after the first encore. But the band wasn't done. Not by a long shot. Encore number two, just because we can. Just because they had so many great highlights from this summer. And this one <laughs> was shocking to me. I was shocked they played this. So shocked, I thought it must be a new song. It must be another new song. There's no way they covered Pearl Jam <laughs> at the Gorge in Washington State. Come on. Just breathe September 2nd at the Gorge. Uh, one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, a favorite Pearl Jam song. Dave said he heard it, thought it sounded pretty, and he put his own style on it. He like made it his own. Uh, just phenomenal stuff. One of their, uh, one of my favorite Dave covers uh, that he's done. So that's Dave solo there in the uh, one slot of Encore Two, Bruce. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the heat keeps coming. Yeah, the the. 2E1 slot, if, if we want to call it that. Um, yeah, and it was, it was, he nailed it. I mean, he truly nailed it. You know, he didn't flub anything that, that I remember. Um, mm -mm. But yeah, and we're, we're going to keep it at the gorge for the, the rest of the show here. So that was gorge night two. We go back to night one when Dave brings out uh, Brahman Keith Hines on violin and then, you know, her lead bandmate Molly Tuttle, obviously, as they had opened for DMB earlier in the day. Um, she's going to guess on guitar here for Spoon. And what a, is there a better spot for Spoon than like just a, um, right before, you know, in the encore, right before a big uh, ending to the show? I don't think so. Not, not in this case. Um, and this this version is awesome. I mean, it's it's just awesome. And it might it's probably the best Spoon since the Seville Night One Spoon from 2010. Maybe they'll play another Seville Spoon or actually MSG Night 2 for no one. Do it. Um, and so, you know, this was, this was great. I really love what Bronwyn and Molly added on here, uh, you know, with the violin, with the guitar, with some vocals, um, just freaking excellent, Nolan, just fantastic. So this was obviously making the show. Yeah, totally agree on all of that. I thought Molly added so much to this version. Um, not just vocally, but her guitar playing, I thought was exceptional on this. I mm -hmm. really, really enjoyed it. Um, and the two of them are going to stick around to close the show out with ants marching. Perfect way to end a show. No one can be mad about ending a show with ants. So crowd uh -oh. pleaser, their anthem into the summer. Here we go. And it's the return of a violin on ants. Crowd yeah. going absolutely bananas. Um, man, it just sounds so good. And, they just they just go off.
for like three or four minutes, just back and forth, the two of them. And uh, I, I mean, it's, it's good to hear that, that fiddle again. I know, you know, parts of it, you almost, it almost sounds like an acoustic version because you've got the fiddle and then you've got Molly on her guitar um, and, and all of that. But yeah, pretty awesome, pretty awesome version and just a great way we felt like to close out, um, you know, our best of 2023 and what we felt like, um, you know, flowed into just a hopefully great three hour plus concert for you guys. Um, you know, we obviously felt like we, did the right thing, but as they would say, oh, we got it right for you. Um, and then, you know, if you didn't like it, we're sorry. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was it was a ton of fun. Uh, we put in some good work, um, you know, not only around selecting, but uh, editing, doing artwork for stuff, uh, putting out social stuff, trying to get the YouTube thing up and running. So however that you guys have been able to listen to this, if you have, thank you. Um, and we really, really appreciate it. And we hope you enjoyed it. And if you haven't listened yet, by all means, please go find it. Um, we, we've, as Nolan said already, we've released the full audio as a podcast episode here. Um, and then also it's still on YouTube. You can go and pull it up on your TV, play it throughout your house as you're, you know, uh, working at home or, or cooking dinner or wh whatever and have the nice, beautiful uh, background that Nolan had, uh, Nolan had done for this. Uh, so it's kind of a cool way to, to um, absorb the show, if you will. But, Nolan, great work, um, great teamwork yet again. Um, this oh, one's yeah. done, and we'll be moving on to the next one in what I would assume will be seven, uh, seven, several months. Uh, so stay tuned. We won't say anything just yet, but we we already know what we're doing. <laughs> oh yeah, it, the plan is in place. Uh, but before we get to there, a little quick preview. Um, we will have some fall tour episodes upcoming. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the band makes their debut tour opener tonight uh, in Savannah and then Greenville, South Carolina tomorrow in Charlottesville this weekend for two nights at JPJ. We'll have an episode next week recapping all of these shows. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And um yeah, if you have any reviews that you'd like to send us from the shows, please do so, and we will include them. Audio would be great. If you want to send us an email, we'll throw it in as well. But yeah, hit us up. You can email us, graystreetpod at gmail.com. Bruce, Absolutely. great work as always. Concerts on the Corner, another success. Can't wait for the next installment, and can't wait for this fall tour to get going. Yeah, especially since you get to actually go see um, you know, some of those, some of those shows there, um, real quick before, or you get to see one show, but well, you know, I mean, Seville night too, it's almost as if you're seeing two shows. That's just such a iconic venue and such a cool thing to do. But real quick, um, if you are going to Charlottesville this weekend, a couple of plugs, um, number one, beginning Thursday and running through the, the weekend is, um, is Aaron Farrington and Sanjay, uh, Suchek's um, pop-up. So they're going to have a bunch of cool prints. Uh, so never before seen stuff, never before released stuff there. Um, and that's going to be at 110 Old Preston Avenue near the downtown mall. Um, and it's going to be from 5 to 7 p.m. I think Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this weekend. Um, and Thursday night, you can go to the pop-up and then walk on down the street 
and go to the Jefferson Theater where Mr. Joe Lawler and The Long Way and friends and others and guests will be performing um, Thursday night. So that is Thursday, um, November 9th. Uh, make sure you check out all of that. Check out uh, their pop-up. I think it's sponsored by Blenheim as well. So uh, there will be a lot of cool stuff going on in Seville. It is a huge shame. <laughs> we are not going to be able to make it north. But uh, we hope that everyone that does, mm. that is able to make it, has a blast. Um, go enjoy those things, please. Um, and, you know, let us know how it was. Uh, send us some pics. Send us some videos. Send us whatever. Um, and just let us know how, you know, how much fun you're having and we're not having. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be putting out a lot of other content this week. So we'll stay tuned for some, uh, for some cool stuff that Nolan especially has been working on this week um, that we've never done before. So. Uh, just be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, yeah, Nolan, <laughs> fall tour fastly approaching, and we're ready to roll. Um, like you said, great job, great teamwork. Um, got anything else before we get on out of here? No, stay peeled on our socials. Got a lot of content making our way. And uh, just one more shout out, um, Osiris. Uh, we're a week in yes. uh, with our new family, and we love it. They are the best, um, huge honor to be a part of the Osiris family. So thank you to them. Thank you for everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed Concerts on the Corner and have a safe and happy fall tour. And we'll see you next time on the corner of Gray Street. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.